0: A very good morning to you. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Shazad Haq in for Michelle Martin uh, for the next uh, week or so. Uh today on Money and Me, we're going to be talking about Few Cents, that's the home-based fintech for media startup that announced that it had successfully raised 1.6 million US dollars in seed funding. A uh, Few Cents provides solutions for digital publishers and creators to transform ways to monetize their content. It helps digital publishers and creators unbundle and monetize premium content, including articles, videos, podcasts, via a paper content service that sits on the publisher's sites. The funding round saw participation from uh, venture capital funds and venture partners and hustle fund in addition to angel investors. Uh, we're now going to speak to Abhishek Dadu, the co-founder of FewCents, for more details. So Abhishek, a very warm welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Abhishek, look, very fasc- fascinated by this. Um, maybe give us a, a more a big, bigger overview of of few cents and how it got started.
1: So, the genesis of this is back in 2020 during COVID, just when lockdown happened. And personally, I started seeing a lot more subscriptions uh, come up on my computer. Mm. And as an average reader or an average consumer of podcasts or video OTT. Uh, I was done with buying more subscriptions. Right. So what I later learned is this is called subscription fatigue. And I was not alone in <laughs> feeling that way. Yeah. And as a result, I figured that there has to be an impending solution uh, that allows producers and publishers to unbundle that content and be able to charge small amounts of money for all of those casual visitors who just happen to land on that site. So, so that, yeah. that's how it started.
0: So you were looking at sort of a, a one-stop shop where you can do that and then get all the content you want. That's right. So how, how tell us how this paper content service works then.
1: So as an average uh, reader, I get uh, referred to content either through my WhatsApp or mm. Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, I, I chance upon that content. And say I land on that site or on that podcast, and instead of buying subscription, the publisher shows few cents as a payment method Ah. to the user. And through few cents, the user is able to pay 20 cents, 30 cents, however the publisher has priced that content, so a very small amount of money, using their local payment method. So in Singapore, a user could be using PayNow. In Indonesia, they could be using Ovo Mm -hmm. uh, to consume content which could be produced in the U.S., for example. So an Indonesian user could be reading Wall Street Journal from their Ovo wallet, right? So that's revolutionary uh, to have that cross-border payments in place.
0: You know, I think one thing I I was reading uh, about you guys is you're also looking to to help... Uh, the the smaller fish in the sea, as it were, because people tend to go when they subscribe to, say, a new service, they only tend to go for one. Uh, and it's kind of driving out or, or not having leaving space for the so-called smaller operators.
1: Precisely. So what's happening in the creator economy is that quality content is getting super fragmented. So as in user or as an individual, suddenly I've become a podcaster Mm. or I have started my own blog. The truth is that even though I have subject matter expertise and I'm producing really high quality content, I will not be able to garner enough subscribers to my service. So what is my option? I have global audiences Mm -hmm. from the US, from Philippines, from India, listening into my podcast, but how do I monetize it? Because I'm not subscription worthy, if you were mm. Um So this bite-sized payment becomes uh, one option to incrementally monetize such audiences. And it truly democratizes access to content for the end user. Instead of everything being behind gated subscriptions, it actually allows them to unlock that worthy piece of content.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like the fact that this kind of levels things up a little bit, and you're you're in your way, you're 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 trying to help these content providers monetize with literally a few cents, is, is what you're called. I mean, we're talking volume game here, aren't we? Yes, indeed. And you know, getting that word out there. How do these? I mean, how are these content providers now trying to capitalize on on a platform or, or, or on a service like Few Cents? How are they coming to you for this?
1: So there are a few ways that uh, we are sort of distributing our service to content creators. Uh, one is that we are developing, for example, plugins. Mm. So Word- WordPress is a platform that most creators would be quite familiar with. So we are developing a plugin uh, that is a plug-and-play solution for creators to start using cents on their site. Similarly, there are services such as Patreon for podcasters or riverside.fm for video uh, creation. So Vimeo is another platform for creators. So these are platforms where we want to build automated plugins. Uh, We are not there yet, but very well part of our um, strategy. So that's how we get access to these creators.
0: And, and what's been sort of the, what's been the reaction of these creators? Because, look, a lot of these guys, look, I, I've been part of podcasts and all that, and, of course, the perennial problem is uh, how do we keep this going? How do we sustain it? How do you even keep the motivation going if you're a content creator when perhaps you might not necessarily be looking at it as a, a massive revenue generator, but you need something to cover your costs at least? Uh, how do we get these guys, um, you know, more motivated?
1: So... You know, the industry has been plagued with um, what I call drugs of advertising. (laughs) (laughs) And when that happens, uh, uh, everybody gets into the page views businesses Mm -hmm. and increasing their audience size business. And what happens is quality goes out of the window uh, because because of that drug. Now, the world is changing and creators realize that, you know, as an individual, it's not going to be advertising revenue-worthy because the audience is going to be niche. And when that small payment option opens up with few cents, it suddenly gives a new boost of life to that publisher or to that creator. All of a sudden, audiences from 65 different Countries, So we support 50 currencies mm. right out of the box. Uh, people can pay using their local payment method from anywhere in the world. Uh, and the money comes to this creator in their local currency. Right? So mm. uh, that small amount of money is good to not only cover costs, but become a sustainable revenue stream for what we coin as never subscribers. Uh-huh. There are way more never subscribers than actual subscribers for any publisher
0: true true you know the, the other thing of course that some people do get irritated by that you know might be a casual a casual reader or someone who who might say i 'm not a regular subscriber to anything is the reliance on ads now of course we have to understand from the other point of view from content creators they need that that ad revenue if they 're not really getting much in terms of a uh, subscription perhaps. And I think in in some ways where you're going is there is less of a reliance on these ads, which do put off uh, a number of subscribers, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, the way we think about it is uh, the micropayments solution is complementary. There will always be a portion of the audience that is never going to pay. They are just very (laughs) tight-fisted. You know, that's just the reality. Yeah then there are going to be users who are so loyal to your podcast or to your publish, publication that they will instantly subscribe. And then there is this middle group, which is a large enough group, which says that, okay, I understand quality content costs money and I'm willing to pay 20 cents or 30 cents mm. for this piece of content if and only if you know, I can pay using my pay now and instantly I can read the Wall Street Journal or instantly Mm. I can listen to a podcast across the Atlantic.
0: Without being bombarded by something else. That's right. Yeah, that's. (laughs) I think that is uh, a lot of people actually would love to be able to just cut through all that and get straight to the actual content. Um, How, Abhishek, is the company kind of paving the way uh, for high-quality content, should we say? So...
1: As of today, in most cases, when you have a clickbait content Mm. uh, with superb advertising, it will get a lot of traffic, right? And there is no real way to differentiate between that content versus really high-quality content because all you see is page views. You see how many people have landed there. The moment you put a one-cent price tag on anything, suddenly you start to see quality differentiate itself from clickbait content, right? Mm. And you start to see people start to share that, that, hey, this is very easy to read with few cents. And we have seen that. And you start to see traffic increase exponentially for that content just organically, just because the payment method was so simple. And then this is the wisdom of crowds. It just starts to get viral. Right, And you can see that, hey, this is actual quality content for which people have paid from different parts of the world versus content which could be fake Mm. where nobody would actually pay uh, or, you know, sub-quality content for which, you know, people would just never unlock or find out that this is crap content elsewhere.
0: And for you, you know, on a final note, what is your outlook on the uh, creator economy and, and how it can flourish?
1: we think uh this is a trend which is here to stay as people get comfortable uh working from home uh people get more confident in their uh you know learnings and subject matter expertise everybody has this uh i want to be a creator feeling right yeah uh, you know there's so much content being produced today what has happened in the last year or so is the proliferation of platforms which were not there even two years ago. Mm. You didn't have Substack two years ago. You didn't have Clubhouse two years ago. Uh, Now, as these platforms make it super easy for anybody to be a creator, uh, some people would jump on this as a hobby, but some people would take it up as a profession as well and go independent. There's a huge shift in the U.S. where tons of reporters and journalists are leaving New York Times or leaving mm. Wall Street Journal to start their own newsletters. Uh, so this trend is here to stay, uh, but that's where we think uh, few cents uh, comes in at an opportune time because the more content gets fragmented, the end user will always want a single point of access. Yeah. Now imagine few cents comes in and says that, hey, this is a single login across multiple publishers, across multiple podcasts, you can keep a store of value or a store of money with few cents and pay 20 cents for this one podcast Mm -hmm. in the U.S. and pay 30 cents for this one NBA game or this clip, uh, you know, uh, in Philippines. So that concept of a single point of access for global quality content is going to be super powerful and much needed.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we've been speaking to Abhishek Dadu, co-founder of Fewcents, the home-based fintech for media startup uh, that provides solutions for digital publishers and creators to transform ways to monetize their content and really help level the playing field. Uh, great stuff. Uh, lovely to talk to you and very informative. Thank you very much, Abhishek.
1: Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me.